You're listening to Design Chats. Hi, everyone. It's Megan. And this is Jens, your co-host on Chats by Design Atlas. Back in April 2020, the world stood still. A new contagion was unleashed upon the human population of planet Earth, making many people sick. People used to work from offices, from beautiful sky rises to the factories powering many businesses. Amidst the COVID-19 pandemic, we have seen an alteration, a shift if you will, in the way we work, in the way we interact with each other, and the openness and freedom these new methods of working have instilled in us. We see nature more holistically and appreciate more time with our family and friends while at the same time being more productive with a clearer focus. So what's the secret, you ask? In today's episode, we will uncover where the design industry is today and where it's headed to tomorrow. Hi, everybody. It's Jens. And today we're going to be talking about working from home, working hybrid, and working in the office. Since the pandemic, we have experienced maybe one of these options or all three. So without further ado, let's just kick things off and get started. We really wanted to talk about like how we both started in person and then we totally switched gears at the beginning of the pandemic which at that point is why we started the show Mm -hmm. anyway because we had all this free time (laughs) at home um in our evenings and whatnot so um so anyway like there's just been all of that and now that everything has been opening up again and like the pandemic is i guess more or less behind us ish ish yeah <laughs> um, it'll never be fully behind it'll us it'll never be gone but i feel like yeah. we're on a you know a downward trend or maybe yeah. i don't know you know it's yeah, it's, exactly. it's in the past um yep. for the most part no but... definitely so so we yeah so now it's more the question of like do we stay at home do we go back into the office mm-hmm. and how do we deal with this and and where is the industry headed in terms of this hybrid ish type of model so so yeah, I think it's going to be a very interesting topic today and uh hope you as a listener take away something from it. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like it, this is a topic that ever it kind of hits close to home with everybody, whether you're a designer or not. This is something that's a part of every sort of discourse in a lot of industries right now. It's if you can be remote, why not be remote is kind of the question. Uh, because life moves like we can still function in this way and so what like the benefits of being uh, at home oftentimes are outweighing the benefits of being there in person so right exactly yeah so true so Mm -hmm. let's just get started with maybe looking over like the three different types of models of remote work Mm -hmm. maybe just to kind of set the the pre preface as we usually say yeah. in a book, right? <laughs> the kind mm-hmm. of the beginning, the beginning here. So we have these three types of working. They mm-hmm. are the hybrid model fully being fully remote. And then there's kind of a 
remote slash working in a co-working space kind of a thing. And so, mm-hmm. and then obviously there's in-person, but you know, yeah. <laughs> that mm-hmm. one we're very familiar with. So, so the hybrid model, maybe we just go through that first, is basically a combination of both. Um, mm-hmm. At least that's the way I've seen it and been working with it. So kind of go in the office from time to time and you go work from home from time to time. Mm-hmm. There isn't usually, I mean, it's usually like, it's not, and even split down the middle. Some companies may do that. You know, you might have yeah. two days in the office, three days at home, or vice versa, or one or week in the one office. Or it could be one week in, one week, week at home. Yeah, yeah. It really, or depending so, on your schedule, it yep, could totally, yep. like, it could be flexible whenever you want mm-hmm. kind of a situation. Yeah. It could really yeah. be anything. So there's a lot there's a lot of nuances in the hybrid model, but in general, it's you kind of work at home and in an office, so you're still kind of located in one one kind of ge- geographical location. Um, the second type of remote work is full working fully remote, and of course, that's basically what it is. It is literally working on your computer at home all the time. From 24/7. your apartment, your house, yep. your spare bedroom, whatever, <laughs> your, Airbnb your living room. in Spain, yeah. you never know. <laughs> <laughs> Where, wherever it may be from your car, taking phone yes. calls, I don't know. You don't um, know. You never know. But so there is some, you know, with being fully remote, you are able to have that freedom. However, your company may never, you may never meet your employees in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may never physically have a place to go as you are completely remote as in mm-hmm. you don't have an office space you don't have anything it's literally an yep. online company and so there are some pros and cons to that we'll get into it um mm-hmm. but that's just to explain fully remote that's basically what that is and then uh maybe the last one is just like working fully remote but there is this option uh these companies a lot of companies now provide mm-hmm. like uh you can work in a co-working space um, but like you are we still remote or whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah. You get your own little desk in this said co-working space. So it's a bit of like that flexibility that you at least would be able to work with others, but you're not working directly with them in that space. So that is the three types of working remote type of options. And then of course, the one that's above all that we will also talk about in this episode is just being in person and Mm -hmm. being in an office with your colleagues, everybody, (laughs) old school. So um, maybe we just first explain a bit of like our personal experiences with like remote work in general and where we started from and where we ended up. Um, did you want to go first, Megan? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, this kind of ties in with my moving, uh, decision to move and all of that as well. I moved originally to New York to work in person at our, our New York city office with the team that was here. Uh, my company originally was a remote friendly company to start. Uh, we had a small team here in New York and a handful of people in uh, a Paris office and uh, Buffalo, among other things. Uh, But we were always open to people being remote in whatever worked best for them. And so um, we we always had the option to go work from home for a day or work from a coffee shop or or whatever, even if we were like in the office. Um, and so up until the pandemic, I had only really worked remote like one or two days, uh, going on a vacation or, or being out of town for a weekend or something. It was just, I was always in the office or if I was sick and wanted to still work. 
I would just stay home. Um, so I, I had like next to no sort of experience with it. And then the pandemic hit. My boss told us all to go home for two weeks. And then I have not seen him since because uh, he moved to France. And so um, it was one of those things that it was very abrupt for just, just like it was for everybody else. Um, and for me, I was really like hesitant at first to working remote. I think I really hated it. Um, I, I really didn't like being so isolated at, um, among other things. But at some point, um, and I think maybe it was when I, I finally came back to New York City after the, the surge of the pandemic, the really like worst part of it, I, I was uh, remote in Wisconsin with my parents and I came back and started going to the office again and, and doing sort of a hybrid thing. And I started realizing how much I actually enjoyed working remote um, and being at home because even sometimes just going to the office was such a disruption to my day-to-day -day routine as I had been working remote fully for six months already and it was I was so used to it. Um, so yeah, and now... Uh, I, I still love, enjoy all my times going to the office and, and see my coworkers and things. Um, but the reality is, is that I don't need to live in this super expensive city to work and to function. And I think that like my quality of life will be a little bit better by moving to a different city and um, deciding to go fully remote and just enjoying where I live and... Um, just having a different a change of pace and things like that. So that's the the gist of my remote experience. Um, uh, what has yours been like, Jens? Yeah. Well, for me, I mean, first of all, very interesting story for you because, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, like, just how how mm -hmm. you started fully in the office and then like you you kind of weren't enjoying mm -hmm. it and then all of a sudden you started to enjoy it yeah. and realize that <laughs> when you start going back in the office how uh, you realize that home working from home was actually benefiting you so mm -hmm. yeah so i think i think just in the bigger context of things for me it's been like I, I i feel like i'm saving a lot of my time in terms of like the commute um like all of this back and forth and and saying good morning and meeting up with people and just chit chat that goes on in the office like it's nice like I don't I, it's not a bad thing but it's it's just very like surface level in my opinion and it doesn't really contribute to the work in terms of making the business continue to run <laughs> um and so I guess I feel like I've been able to work more being a bit more remote I I guess to maybe set a caveat here is I'm working hybrid at the moment so I'm very much like in the office and at home uh, as as you are as well um, from time to time, right? So, but yeah, so for me, I guess also starting when I started in the company, I started the current company I'm in, I started basically when the pandemic was already in full force. Um, luckily, being in Norway, there wasn't a lot of COVID spreading in like the beginning when I started. So I did go to the office every day, but a lot of colleagues were already working from home that whole summer, basically when I started. And so I just went uh, into the office, um, met a few people. And then, and then at some point, once the winter came around, it was like COVID going on everywhere. And we all went basically working from home. Um, for me, living in Norway, I feel like the flexibility has really helped because I've been able to like go to the US for a couple of months and continue to work and not always have to take like 
extensive long holiday times to to just like be with my family when I want. Um, and so I, I guess for me, like this international side has been just to connect more with my family, even though I'm still so far away from them. I feel like I can have like more quality time when I am there because of the flexibility I get with working from home. And so I'm really lucky. I think I'm really fortunate that my company lets me take such extended periods of time, even in the hybrid model to go and be in the US. Because I know that most people I'm working with, granted, I think I am probably, I think I'm one of the farthest ones uh, away from like my original, like my original home country, you could say. Um, All the others are mainly in Europe. And so a two hour flight to Poland is, you know, not very far, but for me, it's, you know, 11 hours and uh, seven different time zones. So um, it's a little bit of a difference. So uh, I'm still just extremely lucky that they are open to that. So, so that's a big win for me that I have just more flexibility to see my family when I kind of want. And also if like some family emergency would come up or anything, I feel like it wouldn't derail like the whole business and stuff. Of course, like I might take a few days off, but it wouldn't be like, hey, I need to like actually stop working for a few months. You know, um, I can continue to just work and uh, and really, yeah, not have kind of not a big interruption in the work life as well. So, so that, that's been nice. Um, and yeah, I guess more or less for me, I, I enjoy both. I enjoy the office. I enjoy hybrid, uh, like being at home and stuff too. But, um, I have started to also feel like, you know, it is better to be at home for certain instances, especially when you want to focus on things. I feel like I lose a lot of that focus, uh, when I'm in the office. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's a, it's a win, but, uh, yeah, that's sometimes it's good to like hang out with people. No, it's, it's always good to meet your coworkers and, and I've been lucky enough to, because I have been based at our New York city office for so long, I have met the majority of my coworkers and the people in my company as the company has grown. And, um, I don't talk about it a lot, but my company has tri- tripled in size since the pandemic started I, and I say triple we went from like 10 to like 30 or actually 40 now um, so <laughs> we've grown so much and a lot the majority of my coworkers have never met anybody else in person and I've been lucky enough to have met almost all of them the very few that I haven't met live in France <laughs> and even then I, I've met a handful of them because of before the pandemic and things like that and and it's so it's I think it's like sort of even more special every time you get to like if you get to meet them like I got to meet um, one of my coworkers for the first time two weeks ago when I was looking at apartments in Orlando because I have some coworkers in Florida um, and it was super exciting to like finally meet them in person but those sort of interactions like you lose so much of like your time to work in the office when you're trying to work with people and meet them for the first time. Like you're you're just there trying. You just want to get to know them. You want to spend time with them. They're your sort of friends that you have made uh, like through Zoom and everything else. Um, so in that instance, it's just better to go have drinks with them or go to dinner or go get lunch and and t- step away from work and actually get to know them as a as a person, which I feel like is what you would do in the office situation and. And so, you know, being able to work remote, I just, you know, work on my stuff on my own. And then when I want to meet my coworkers and when I get the opportunity to, I can spend that time dedicated to just spending time with them and getting to know them as a friend versus anything else, which I think just makes it more special. 
Yeah. There's been this like connection between, uh, or at least for me with my colleagues that I have, I feel like I connect more with them in like actual social settings. Um, so that's if we have like game night or something together, uh, we actually just talk about random stuff. And I feel like, unfortunately, when you're in like a work environment, like the work day, and you're like working on projects, you just talk about those projects, but you don't get to actually know the people, unfortunately, very well. Um, so there are those like social contexts or social settings that you really just need, whether also whether it's online or in person. I don't know if that really matters too much, but you just need a space that's like outside of work. Like, don't think about work. Let's just talk like that just sets like a totally different atmosphere to kind of just get to know people. <laughs> right. And, and and like the whole point of getting to know your coworkers is to just to better work together with these people. And and so those that I have met more in person, I'm more eager to reach out to when I have a question or, or like, you know, literally anything. People that I don't know, I'm most slightly more uncomfortable. Like reaching out to them. Uh, granted, we all we work remote, so this is not something new. <laughs> right. um, but, you know, there's there's still a slight hesitancy when it comes to like reaching out to them or trying to be a little bit more formal. I don't know how to address them and, and things like that. Whereas it, those that I, you know, have met in person or have interacted with in more of a social context than just anything else, I'm more inclined to just like joke around with them or you know, it's, it's, it's totally different. Yeah. So I think we've set the stage for like our personal experiences and like where we are coming from and where, what kind of setups we're working in. And I think yours and my experiences are very similar, uh, in that we both work in the office. We know our colleagues for, to an extent. Um, and we've, yeah, also worked from home. So, so, uh, so there's that. And then I guess, you know, where do we like where like Megan where do you think remote work is like headed do you do you think you know this hybrid model will continue to be used like in your company or do you do you kind of I mean you're moving so you're basically going to be fully remote um and I I, guess I'm going to be fully remote that was the decision that I kind of came to um but my company has already stated years ago at this point because it was as soon as the pandemic hit we pretty much and we and we started hiring so quickly um we made the decision as a company to just become fully remote and be prepared for that and so going forward our company will always be remote if and we have an office in new york and it'll still be there we still have things that need to be stored there um and it's a nice place to meet up with everybody um but we'll never be a fully in-person company ever again, which is is interesting. And not that we really were to start, but... Um, right, because you had people in France and in the yeah, US yeah. at that point anyway, right? Yep. So, um, yeah. But I think the industry is definitely headed towards... If I, I never... I do not think that they're ever going to go back to fully in-person ever again. I, I just, I, I can't foresee it happening. Um, there's too many benefits of being able to work from home. And whether it's a, a hybrid model or just the flexibility to work wherever you kind of want all the time, um, I feel like that is here to stay, in, especially in our industry. It's... <laughs> Like, I, I, yeah, of course, you're not going to see it in like a doctor who needs to literally work on their patients or something like that. But, <laughs> but you definitely will see it in terms of like, uh, you know, totally digital first kind of a job. So, 
even even when I was working at Adidas, like back in 2016, 2017, like there was no pandemic. Nobody was even thinking about this. It was totally, you know, not on the radar. But even at that point, we we were working with offices around the world. And every time that interaction would happen, you know, we would meet online. It's not like, you know, it would it, it's almost as if we were already remote working just with teams all over the world. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just a different setup, but the same type of work. Right. Like what vibes. is the difference if you're taking a meeting from your living room <laughs> with or someone in, in Belgium? Yeah, with someone in Belgium. Going or, or, to an office and talking to someone yeah. in Belgium, right? It's the same thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why Belgium came up, but yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, no. So, anyway, yeah, definitely. And I, I completely agree with what you're saying too, with the, the industry just not changing or it's just staying in kind of this remote first mentality. My company is not maybe as remote as yours uh, at this point. Um, don't know if that will change, but um, we are going to remain hybrid and we find the value in both being in the same city, being able to meet up, being able to be in the office, like. We have a kickoff and we just kind of meet up for those. We have like, you know, big social events and stuff. We go on trips together from time to time. But outside of that, you know, if you need to day of focus at home, like there's definitely no problem to do that. So so we kind of take it that way. But we all do live in the same city. And, uh, you know, I can't just like move to Orlando and continue to work for this company, unfortunately. And so <laughs> or fortunately, I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. And every company is definitely going to be different. And they there there's definitely benefits to everybody being in the same city, being able to meet up outside of work or during work if you really need to and things like that. Um, like my coworkers all just got together yesterday to celebrate, um, like a wedding and the fact that I'm moving and, and all those other things. We just went and got lunch together, but we went to the office to work together <laughs> on purpose. Yeah, right. yeah <laughs> um, exactly. And so, so you can get lunch after. Yeah, so whatever. you can go get lunch and then have drinks <laughs> yeah. later and, and things like that. So like there's, there's so many benefits to interacting with people in person, but it's not like you can't. You can definitely replicate some of those, even in a fully like remote and virtual environment. Do you think your relationships with your colleagues have improved or kind of weakened or like you just feel like you know people, but you don't really know them? Like how how would you feel you like know the people you're working with today? I would say I, I definitely have like a very like specific relationship with certain colleagues who I only interact with in like social environments like through Zoom. We we have like a virtual happy hour every Friday. Um and I have and there's always there's like a specific group of people that always kind of shows up to it and some of those people I've never met before. So what I know about like those people is and like the relationship I have I think is built and and, and like, reinforced in that sort of happy hour and I always enjoy going to it. Um, and then those that I have met in person, it's definitely a different relationship. It's also slightly different because the colleagues that I have here in New York City are my every single day colleagues. It's the marketing team. It's the the people that I work with every single day. So um, I don't know that I can like fully answer that question because I talk to these people every single day. Um, but the the colleagues that I have, say, in, in Florida, I also talk to them nearly every single day on other things um and and when i but remotely and and when i met them in person just a few weeks ago it was as if like 
it was the same sort of experience. Yeah, we knew each other in the same sort of a way um, as my colleagues here in New York are um, because we work together so often and we um, share some of those same like social events during our, our work day too. So for those who I only interact with socially, I mean, maybe, and, and that I don't work with a day-to-day, yeah, um, maybe. But um, those that I, you know, work with day to day um and also event like have met up with in person it's been um more or less the same i think for those so i don't know if any of that makes sense but (laughs) yeah no that definitely makes sense i i'm I'm just trying to think like also for me how how that is just because i obviously have seen Mm -hmm. every single person at least once (laughs) um i'm trying to think like maybe there are a few people i've not interacted very much with but that's more or less not because of like the social hours or things it's just you know there are so many people and you can only talk to so many people (laughs) especially in a context online you know you usually have one speaker and then everybody listens and I feel like if you have like a social setting where you can just like mingle with people like it's a lot easier to go between the groups than just like one listener and or one one person speaking and then a group of listeners, right? Um, you kind of have to delegate who's speaking in each each uh, like when you're meeting online and in, in a way. So so I guess yeah, for me it's been it's been good to just like be able to meet up with people in person and uh, the ones I work with I have stronger relationships, of course, than the ones that I don't really work with on a day to day. But that's that would be normal regardless of being remote or not anyway. So so to be fair, there isn't really a major difference in like relationship with colleagues. So but so what are what do you think are some of maybe the drawbacks of working just like remote? Um we've talked a lot about like the benefits of being in person and remote uh, at this point, but um what do you think some of the drawbacks of being, you know, in person and remote are? Yeah. I mean, I guess you know, I work hybrid and, but I did have those few months where I am fully remote, whether it's when I go to the US and with my family or, you know, just at the height of the pandemic when we just couldn't go into the office for weeks and weeks and weeks. And so I did feel um, at that point, like a little bit isolated. Um, and I guess that is one big thing. You You can start to feel isolated if you don't proactively do other things like a podcast or something (laughs) Um, because you know you just need to have your mind on other other things going on as well isolation was kind of a big thing you know it's just I was in a new city I had only been here like a few like a year and then everybody was at home and you couldn't like see people especially at the pandemic so you you know there was clear isolation issues going on for me but I guess now that you can meet up with people and it's not so dangerous anymore and stuff like that. We're vaccinated and all of this, like working from home and also being able to have those like social settings, I think is like a really nice balance and I don't really have any issue with it. So, but yes, I think one of the cons would definitely be just if you don't have those types of things set up or you're like not actively meeting up with people and you're just sitting in your room 24 seven, that might be a bit, of an issue <laughs> just like for your health for your your sanity for yeah just like your social skills um it's uh it could be a potential problem so so yeah be just cautious of that if you do work fully remote <laughs> for sure and i think i'm gonna probably 
start either noticing it again or whatever with moving to a new city and knowing next to nobody um and and working fully remote uh but that was one of the decisions that i think led me to orlando um i have next to no ties in orlando i have like i don't know anybody i have really very few reasons as to why i needed to move to orlando but um you know i I have no ties to New York. I, I really have like no ties to anywhere. So I could go anywhere. And um, the decision for me to kind of leave New York, I decided, you know, I needed to change. And there were multiple factors that kind of led up to it. But it was, you know, leaving New York. Okay, where do I go next? And um, I wanted to stay on the East Coast still because time zones are complicated when it comes to working with your colleagues every single day. And all my colleagues are here in New York uh, that I work with the most, especially are in the Eastern time zone. So staying in the Eastern time zone was important. And then um, on top, I just wanted to go somewhere kind of warm. So that <laughs> um, led me sort of the direction down south and I have some co-workers in Florida and I have one in Orlando and so it kind of sort of fell into place as to choosing Orlando um, so hopefully I will not be as isolated because I do have a co-worker that I can meet up with um, for lunch or whatever and, and work from um, some coffee shops and stuff but the decisions that I had made in my apartment shoot like hunt was uh, I wanted to have a building that has um, some sort of co-working spaces in it and open work areas that I could get out of my apartment, um, potentially like a rooftop lounge or, or whatever so that I could have some outdoor space to kind of hang out in or be close to some coffee shops, things that I can go do um, and get out of that space in that uh, apartment because I found that one of the things that helped me the best when I was uh, remote and in Wisconsin and, and sort of isolated during the height of the pandemic uh, was being able to sort of change my surroundings a little bit and be able to go from sitting at my desk in my apartment or house uh, and then go somewhere else to work. So I would Wisconsin doesn't have a whole lot of things. So I went to a bar, <laughs> right. a restaurant that I, I used to work at and, and during school that I knew a lot of people at. So it just felt um, that change of environment. I, people sort of expected me to be working. They see me with my laptop right. and they're like, okay, I'm going to stay away from this person because yep. <laughs> um, they're doing stuff. And I think that accountability helped me to focus instead of um, getting stuck in my head of being isolated in my apartment. And, and one other maybe drawback of working remotely as well, or something to watch out for at least is you, you get kind of like, yes, you could be isolated, but if you don't go into the office, you kind of lose out on those like, random office conversations yeah. those little <laughs> um, the interactions yeah. that help you to get to know your coworkers a little bit better or right. the random ideas that <laughs> pop up out of nowhere yeah. granted they can happen in zoom too i think yeah. um, someone can slack you anything at any point yeah <laughs> right? exactly so, it literally so. happened to me yesterday in one of our we had a, a company-wide meeting and somebody did that and we came up with this really really great idea and spur of the moment um it would have been one of those like office conversations but um um, they just they look different in there. Um, they can be missed because they're not as often, you know, as if they were in person. But as long as you're cautious of some of those, like you know, just those ways that you're used to working in an office, and you can just emulate those online. I honestly don't think there's a major drawback to 
working remotely. Um, I mean, for me, I think for both of us, it was kind of hard to find some drawbacks. Like, like these are the two that we realized, but there are ways to fix them. One is like, just go and get out of your apartment and go places and like meet people, whether it's like a social setting or an, a restaurant or whatever, <laughs> like that's one way. And then like those random office conversations, like you can just have those online with, you know, uh, uh, like a open space in Slack or just a call whenever you need to talk to somebody. So yeah, it's uh, it's definitely possible still. <laughs> For sure. What do you think are some of like the major tips to sort of help you succeed in working remotely? That's a good question. So I guess for me, you know, organization is key. Um, being able to kind of stick to a routine um, and just be like, you know, get dressed, brush my teeth, like eat my breakfast, like all of those things, like that routine is quite important just because without the routine, you get really, yeah, things can get kind of, (laughs) you know, confusing. Like what day is it? What happened? Uh, Yeah, it's just a bit, you get a bit off. So, um, so for me, it's really important to have that. Um, I also don't mind actually though, working in the office from time to time with like being able to commute um, because I bike to work. Uh, at least in the summer months. So it's really nice to just like get outside, get that fresh air and then like, boom, you're in the office, like do your thing and then bike home. Like, yeah. And when I'm talking like biking, I'm talking like more than half an hour, like a good, good amount of exercise yeah. here. <laughs> so yeah, so, yeah it's a really one good of the thing. things that I, I mean, as you're talking about routine and stuff, one of the things that I've found um, with going to the office is that my routine is very disrupted. And it's, I think one of the things that I don't necessarily like about going to the office, even in a hybrid model, um, is that I find that I'm so sort of ingrained in my day-to-day routine of waking up at a time that like it feels really great for my body and it's early enough that I can get everything done that I want in the morning before I start my day and then starting my day and so when I have to add in like commuting it ruins everything <laughs> and my day gets very messed up and I, and I don't like it and so for what um like has worked well for our my colleagues here in New York is we tend to if we go to the office it's a get there by lunch kind of a situation (laughs) and not uh you need to be here right away at the start of the day because um it's kind of been the same for everybody and also like the the morning commute in in New York is 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 quite insane with the the people on the subway and all of those things um so yeah I think that just like sticking to routine has definitely helped me as like working remote but being hybrid it kind of like throws it off yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, no definitely even for me like I I've kind of maybe adopted a bit of like seasonal working Mm -hmm. remote because (laughs) I don't mind working from home more in the winter months but once it's like summer and sun like you will find me biking in that office every day because first it's just it's just such a good thing to bike in the morning the sun is coming up like you see the water like on the ocean and you're biking right by the ocean in Norway and it's just a great thing um so it's a really nice like therapeutic type of way to start your morning as well but um yeah, so that's a great thing. But, you know, obviously in the winter months can't do that so much here. So I just kind of gravitate more towards working at home than like, you know, going in the underground rail and, you know, in the middle of winter. <laughs> it's not exactly great. Um, and then the other thing, like to your point about being disruptive of like, you know, 
in office at home. Um, you can't really control like the metro system in New York, right? But when you're biking, at least in the summertime and it's good weather, you can, you know, you know when you're going to get there. You don't really have any issues. There's not going to be like traffic jams or all that kind of stuff to deal with. So so for biking in like a medium-sized city like Oslo, it's it's really not a big deal. I've I haven't had any any issues just like going into the office and you know, it doesn't feel super disruptive. So so yeah. Side note on the commute. <laughs> to be successful working remote, you have to put in a little bit more effort to kind of connect with your colleagues outside of the work environment um, because you get so isolated in that that focus of you. I need something from you, you need something from me situation. Um, you have to, uh, when you don't put in that effort to kind of connect with other people, um, you lose out on what, even if you weren't trying to do it like when you're in the office you probably still would make some sort of a connection with with your colleagues in that way um and so it's it, it isolates you even more when you're um working at home and so you have to participate in the the happy hours and the, the what might seem like a waste of time sometimes they can ultimately like be fun and lead to like good memories with your colleagues and um, doing those like ex little extra things if they're provided and being able to just, you know, message somebody about their interests. Like I have colleagues who I don't really talk to who message me about the podcast and ask how it's going just to just to have some conversation with me that doesn't involve work. And it's it's really nice sometimes to be able to do that. So if you can put in a little extra effort. Um, to do that while you're remote, um, it makes your working experience just a little bit better. It's also great to just have friends like you, Megan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> can just vent or mm -hmm. talk to me on WhatsApp or something, whatever. And uh, yeah. and those types of things too are really great. Um, just having friends, and they don't always have to mm -hmm. be people you work with directly in like. A right. Well, day -day yeah. <laughs> you can also just like I, I love uh, when I'm back in Wisconsin. I work remotely with my other friend who also works remotely, <laughs> and know. her and I sit in her apartment. We go yeah. from one apartment to the other right. and just like <laughs> work remotely on our separate jobs, yeah. and it's it's having that other person's accountability of you're doing something and and whatever you can maybe vent if you need to or whatnot so it, you know even if it's not your co-workers like um being able to do something for yourself to get you like connected with other people in a different way is is always beneficial and there's never a right or a wrong way to work remotely we all do it very differently. <laughs> exactly. I think it, it, you start to kind of realize like how each of us are like, or each human being basically is slightly different or needs different things. And I think those needs can be more met when you are in control of your environment and your situation, uh, which is the benefits of working remote. You can choose your environment. You can, you know, sometimes if you have to go into an office and there's like loud construction going on across the street. You're not in control of that environment. You, you, or you're like, the temperature you didn't of the office choose. is too cold yeah, or too hot. Exactly. Like, exactly. All of a sudden you don't choose those things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can't choose any of those things. And those are really distractors in the work setting uh, or they can get kind of distracting, especially over, you know, if it's a repeat type of a thing <laughs> over a period of time. So, so yeah, you are much more in control of your own like setting when you work remotely, which is definitely like the best thing. But, um, but yeah, definitely no right or wrong way to, to work remotely. So cool well there we go i mean that's our next design chat we hope you guys are really enjoying these design chats like it's been we kind of just have these little quick 
chats Megan and myself. And it's just really great to, to do. So. so any last parting words, Megan? Anything you want to leave our audience with today? <laughs> no, I hope that everybody enjoyed getting to know us a little bit more. I feel like uh, we don't often talk about ourselves as much as, uh, you know, we do. So I hope that you guys get to know us and how we work a little bit more. And um, yeah, all of those things. Definitely. And if anybody is curious to want to learn more about working remotely or isn't sure about taking a certain job because it's hybrid or fully remote, just like make sure you ask the people that you're interviewing, like, how are their setup? Like, do they have those kind of Friday Friday get-togethers uh, for an hour in the in the afternoon, or like how they do that? So just like just ask and reach out. But if you also have questions, like for us, we'll we gladly like help you out on Instagram yeah. DMs. And each or company is going to do it so vastly different. Like your company has everybody in in Oslo, and, and mine we're also spread out. And some companies are more um, try to be a little bit more micromanagey in the the way that you function at home and. Um, you really have to ask those questions in that interview process to understand how a company might function because it really comes down to if it would be a good fit for you or not. Talk to you guys next time. Have a great, <laughs> have a great day, and we'll uh, we'll talk soon, Megan. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. To learn more about Design Atlas and to sign up for updates, visit our website at designatlaspod.com. If you want to get in touch with us or have a topic idea for our next episode, feel free to send us an email at hello at designatlaspod.com or DM us on Instagram at designatlaspod. Thanks for listening. I'm Megan Ludke. And I'm Jens Springsjord. <laughs>